Hi, this is John Butter, Senior Earnings Analyst at FactSet, and welcome to this week's edition of the FactSet Earnings Insight Podcast. The FactSet Earnings Insight Podcast provides commentary and analysis on corporate earnings for the S&P 500. This analysis is based on content published in the FactSet Earnings Insight Report, which is available each week on the FactSet website at www.factset.com. We'll start this week's podcast with a preview of the key metrics for the third quarter earnings season for the S&P 500, which starts in about four weeks. Then we'll discuss our topic of the week, which is the high number of S&P 500 companies that discuss the term recession on earnings calls for the second quarter. But first, let's look ahead to the third quarter earnings season for the S&P 500. To date, analysts and companies have lowered their earnings expectations for the third quarter. As a result, estimated earnings for the S&P 500 for the quarter are below the expectations at the start of the quarter. In fact, the index is expected to report its lowest earnings growth rate since the third quarter of 2020. In terms of revisions to earnings estimates for S&P 500 companies, analysts have decreased earnings estimates more than average for the third quarter. We typically look at the change in the bottom-up EPS estimate for the index to measure EPS estimate revisions by analysts. The bottom-up EPS estimate for the third quarter has decreased by 5.5% since June 30th. This percentage decline is larger than the five-year average of 2.3%. In fact, this is the largest decline in the quarterly bottom-up EPS estimate for a quarter since the second quarter of 2020. In terms of guidance, more S&P 500 companies than average have issued negative EPS guidance for the third quarter. In determining whether guidance is positive or negative, we compare the projection of the company to the mean EPS estimate of the analysts at the time of the guidance. At this point in time, 103 companies in the index have issued EPS guidance for the third quarter. Of these companies, 63 have issued negative guidance and 40 have issued positive guidance. While the number of S&P 500 companies issuing negative guidance for the third quarter is below the numbers issued during the first quarter and the second quarter, it is also above the five-year average of 58. Because of downward estimate revisions from analysts and negative guidance from companies, the estimated year-over-year earnings growth rate for the third quarter is lower than the estimate at the start of the quarter. The S&P 500 is expected to report year-over-year earnings growth of 3.7% as of today, compared to the estimated year-over-year earnings growth rate of 9.8% back on June 30th. If 3.7% is the actual growth rate for the quarter, it will mark the lowest year-over-year earnings growth rate reported by the index since the third quarter of 2020. The lower earnings growth rate for the third quarter of 2022 relative to recent quarters can be attributed to continuing macroeconomic headwinds, including declining GDP, higher costs, and labor shortages. At the sector level, four of the 11 sectors are projected to report year-over-year earnings growth, led by the energy sector at 120% and the industrial sector at 26%. On the other hand, seven sectors are projected to report a year-over-year decline in earnings, led by the communication services sector at negative 13% and the financial sector at negative 12%. The estimated net profit margin for the S&P 500 for the third quarter is 12.3%. This net profit margin is above the five-year average of 11.2% and above the previous quarter's net profit margin of 12.2%, but below the year-ago net profit margin of 12.9%. Looking ahead, analysts expect earnings growth of 4.7% for the fourth quarter and 7.9% for all of 2022. For calendar year 2023, analysts are predicting earnings growth of 8.2%. The forward 12-month P.E. ratio is 16.8, which is below the 5-year average of 18.6 and below the 10-year average of 17. 
However, it is above the forward P.E. ratio of 15.8 recorded at the end of the second quarter as the price of the index has increased while the forward EPS estimate has decreased since June 30th. And during the week, two S&P 500 companies are scheduled to report results for the third quarter. Now let's move on to our topic of the week, which is comments on recession by S&P 500 companies on their earnings calls for the second quarter. During each corporate earnings season, companies often comment on economic conditions that may impact their business. Given the decline in GDP for a second straight quarter, did more S&P 500 companies than normal discuss the term recession during their earnings conference calls for the second quarter? The answer is yes. FactSet Document Search, which allows users to search for keywords or phrases across multiple document types, was used to answer this question. Through document search, facts that search for the term recession in the conference call transcripts of all the S&P 500 companies that conducted earnings conference calls from June 15th through September 8th. Of these companies, 240 cited the term recession during their earnings calls for the second quarter, which is well above the five-year average of 52. In fact, this is the highest number of S&P 500 companies citing recession on earnings calls going back to at least 2010 using current index constituents and going back in time. The previous record was 212, which occurred in the first quarter of 2020 at the start of the COVID-19 pandemic in the U.S. By way of comparison, 412 S&P 500 companies have cited inflation on Q2 earnings calls, and 325 S&P 500 companies have cited supply chain on Q2 earnings calls. At the sector level, the financial sector at 53 and the industrial sector at 37 have the highest number of companies that cited recession on earnings calls for the second quarter. On the other hand, the financial sector at 85% and the real estate sector at 73% have the highest percentages of companies that cited recession on their Q2 earnings calls during this period. This concludes our podcast for this week. Thank you for listening. For more information on the topics discussed today and other market-moving trends, please visit the FactSet website at www.factset.com and check out our full FactSet Earnings Insight report, our FactSet Insight blog, and our Street Account podcasts. And of course, stay tuned for next week's edition of the FactSet Earnings Insight podcast. Music.